Riley, it's good to good to have you back on on the podcast here. Uh, and we're we're approaching the NFL season. Uh, are you are you excited that after this long wait? Yeah, no, very excited. Anytime anytime football comes back on, it's a great time. Excited to be back on the pod as well. Yeah, we talked off before we started about some talking points, but I'm going to throw a curveball here. Um, do you like the NFL or NHL better? I know you're a big hockey guy. Um, so I'm just wondering um, which you like better. I would rather watch regular season football, and I would rather watch playoff hockey. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that, although I love watching the Cats anytime they play. Um as you know, I'm now a proud owner of three different jerseys uh, of the Panthers. Mm. So, um, yeah, great run for them. And, no, it's, uh, it's good. Good to see your team do well. It's good to see it. They they deserved it, and and they should be good now. For for they got some good. They got some up and coming players. Um, Kale McCarr is that you say his name? Yep, Kale McCarr. He's the NHL player. Cover art. Some Panthers fans upset it wasn't Chucky. Mm, um, I don't know. I'd say well deserved. Yeah, it, it, I, I like the fact that I can root for an American on my team. It's nice in a sport dominated by Canadians that we have one of the best uh, Americans there. Um, I, and that's right around uh, the corner, too. So I agree. It was tough. It was really tough to watch him at the end of the playoffs trying to play through being hurt. But I was at that game when he got hit, and I thought, I thought that was a dirty hit. Uh, I don't hate that it happened, and I know it's part of the game. I know there, there were talks about his hit on Eichel. Two completely different hits, um, and definitely wasn't planning on talking about this. But two completely different hits, uh, and, and ultimately the, the the Knights were really good. Um, but we're here to talk about football. We'll talk football. Um, first thing, hot off the press, kind of, uh, depending on when this gets posted, Dalvin Cook, the Jets, the Patriots. Um, which signing surprises you more? Um... I honestly, I'd say the Patriots. I think you see like the Jets really making a push for now with the with Rodgers. And, you know, I, so it doesn't surprise me that they went out and got a big name. I didn't expect Bill Belichick to try to mesh with Zeke. He's a uh, he's a character, you know, so for I, I, he's not your typical Belichick kind of guy. But I mean, they need a lot of help on that offense. I don't think Zeke will give it to him, but they're they're just trying to find something. Yeah, I agree. The Zeke thing doesn't make – he does not – he is not a Patriot. Like he's, that, mm. I just think – I think he stinks. I think he stinks now. That's that's, that's irrelevant. Um, he just at no point in his career strikes me as a, a Patriot. Um, obviously talking about the football team, not, not, not a proud American. But, yeah, just does not strike me as a guy that will fit with Belichick. I think the Dalvin Cook thing makes sense. Now you got him and Brees Hall. I mean, yeah. You got to be sitting here thinking that the Jets might have just moved into the favorite uh, in the AFC. I, I mean, I guess depending on Joe Burrow when he comes back, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue against them. And as a, as a very proud Vikings fan, it's really hard to see Dalvin Cook play with Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, here's what I'll ask uh, for you as a Vikings fan: Is losing Dalvin Cook worth? getting Aaron Rodgers out of the division like is that a do you feel like that's a fair trade almost yeah I think so I I know um I know Dalvin had had some pretty good years and and a lot he dealt with some injuries the last couple that you know kept him out of a few games um 
I don't think Alexander Madison's going to replace him necessarily. I think he's hard to replace, but I think he was uh, the beneficiary of the offense that we ran as well. So I, I think getting rid of Aaron Rodgers, I, I'd rather play against Jordan Love than with yeah. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I was surprised to see him go. He he seems like he's got some years left in him. Uh, I know you've been busy with work and everything, but you could, couldn't have missed the running back controversy um, and how they are now being severely underpaid. Do you, do you see that? I mean, I – I get, I get why they don't get as much money as some other positions, just because they, you know, statistically their prime is just not long. However, I think when you look at like the elite ones, it's like, do you owe them for what they bring to your team? It's kind of, to me, it feels like, you know, like in basketball, you see like when Dirk got old, he got paid, Kobe got paid. Like, you know what I mean? As they got older, like, were they that good at that time? No, but because of what they did for the organization, they got paid. So I, that's kind of how I view it. You know, you'd like to see them get paid a little more with how how big the salary cap is. And, you know, especially with what quarterbacks are getting paid, it'd be nice to see them get a little more. Yeah, and I think everybody feels the sympathy for running backs. But you look, Zeke goes down and Tony Pollard's just as good. And quite frankly, I believe that your run game is so reliant on the offensive line and quarterback that you could plug a lot of guys back there and have a, the same production. Mm-hmm. And this kind of goes back to when the Cowboys let DeMarco Murray go. I think Darren McFadden was the backup there. They were kind of the two-headed monster. And they let DeMarco Murray – they didn't pay DeMarco Murray, and that was kind of the beginning of – the end for for running backs. I remember everybody thought they were crazy for not doing yeah. that at the time, and then he went to Philly and he stunk. Yeah, that was before Philly really bolstered the offensive line. Um, we we talked a little bit about Aaron Rodgers going. We got three big names, and I would say different tiers. Um, I don't know if I put Garoppolo above or below the tier of Derek Carr. I love both of those guys. I think I'm well credited on being a big fan of both of them. Um, but you got Rodgers in, in, in New York, Garoppolo for the Raiders, and Derek Carr for the Saints. Which quarterback – and all three kind of had down years. Derek Carr didn't play well. Aaron Rodgers, real down year for him. Broken thumb, so it makes sense. And Jimmy G being hurt. Which one of those three do you see having the biggest bounce back year? Well, I think just given the weapons, I think the obvious choice is Aaron Rodgers. So to me, to me, I think the debate is really between who's going to be worse, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I personally, I like Derek Carr a lot. I know he gets he gets a lot of hate uh, for his play. I, I personally think he was a product of his environment. Yep. Um, and you know, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, like, really, I mean, he's played on good teams, but you know, all he does is he wins a lot of games. He's not. He doesn't win you the game, but he doesn't really lose it either. So, I don't know. I think with the Saints defense, I think Derek Carr will have a better year. Um, but I mean, you know, I I wish the best to both guys, but I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo has the worst year of the three. Yeah, I think you make a good point where the obvious answer does seem to be Aaron Rodgers, but if you look at situations, right, what quarterback would you rather be? Almost the Saints' weapons are pretty good. Once Kamara mm. comes back, 
They got Jameson Williams uh, back there as well. So then you got if Michael Thomas is any shell of what he once was, and Chris Olave, um, and then just a horrible division, right? Um, versus Aaron Rodgers, who's in one of the, if not the toughest division with the Bills, the, the Dolphins, mm. and I'm not going to say the Patriots, but they are a, you know, eight win team, which is better than what any NFC South team has projected. And then you look at Jimmy G, he's going really into a crap, crap shoot there. That team, <laughs> you know, I, you know, good for him that he found a starting job, but I think he's going to get exposed um, as being the average quarterback that he really is. And I, I do think he's a good quarterback, but he's going to get exposed this year, even though he's got Devontae mm-hmm. Adams and Josh Jacobs. So it's not like he's walking into a horrible offense, but you're now in a division with the, the new look Broncos, Chiefs, and Chargers. Like you're not walking into a, a spot where you can be successful. No, I I agree, and I think I think Jimmy Garoppolo will kind of prove to be like a like a great value, Kirk Cousins in a way. Yeah, yeah. I I just think you know I think he'll have kind of a similar game to him, but he just won't put up the same numbers. Yeah. Uh, quarterback battles going around. We've got three guys in in San Francisco with Purdy, uh, Trey Lance, and Sam Darnold. All. All uh, Sam, obviously Brock Purdy, mystery relevant, but the other two high draft picks, and the 49ers gave up a lot of draft capital to him. For for him, he has not looked good at all in any situation that he has played preseason, the few games regular season. Is, does he have a chance of winning that job? I I hope for the sake of anybody that cheers for the San Francisco 49ers that Brock Purdy wins the job. I don't think I, I don't think. Sam Darnold has a chance. I think I think he's there somewhat as a veteran mentor to two really like Trey because Trey Lance has zero experience. Yeah, and Brock and Brock Birdie, two games. Brock Birdie has half a half of last year. Um, you know, so I think he's there more as like a mentor kind of role. But I, Trey Lance it stinks. I firmly believe he is not a good quarterback. So I I don't think he'll win the job. I feel like I don't know. Is there that pressure though to you know you've invested all this money in this guy, so you're like, do do we play him? I know we see that a lot in hockey, um, but in the NFL, I don't know if there's that as much pressure, especially like Lance is in what his fourth year now. Going to be his fourth year, something like that, either third or fourth. Um, no, you make a good point. They did invest a lot in him, and and talk about a rare situation where you can be a rookie top five quarterback coming to an immediate contender. Cause I think they got that pick maybe from the dolphins. Like that wasn't their pick. Right. And then they traded a lot to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see teams get rid of guys like a revolving door. You know, the, the Cardinals drafted Josh Rosen moved on from him in one year. Um, the 49ers can win now. So I don't know. And you got a quarterback in Brock Purdy who's proven he can take you there. He took him to the NFC Championship game. And who knows, had he not gotten hurt. Oh, they would have won. You know. They would have um, You know, they finished that game with Josh Johnson, and it was still semi-competitive. Um, that team is really, really good. They great are. offensive weapons, great defensive weapons. I, I, 
I don't know why you wouldn't take them to win the NFC with, with the odds for them. Um, so I don't know why the discussion is there of, well, we gave up so much draft capital for this guy when teams have no problem when they're bad moving on. Mm-hmm. And what's even more rare is to have a guy that's proven he is better, in my opinion. He has proven, Brock Purdy has proven he is better. Now, people are going to point to, well, not fair. Trey Lance played in that that storm against the Bears, um, but he was horrific in that. Um, he doesn't really fit the mold that Jimmy G had, so I think it, the offense translates more um, with Brock Purdy. I, I don't know why there's a discussion, and I do think that if he doesn't win the job somehow in training camp, He's going to be gone, and there's going to be no trade value. Nobody's going to give up anything for him. He's probably just going to get cut. Um, I, I agree. I, I've been in the firm belief that ever since he got drafted, he was a product of Carson Wentz's early success. He had no business getting picked up from North Dakota State as a number mm-hmm. three overall pick. Yeah. And – and do you really want to put a season in jeopardy? And I almost think if it's close, you got to go with Sam Darnold. And although he's proven to be pretty horrific as a starting quarterback, um, I think he gives you a better chance in three or four games. Um, I haven't looked at the schedule to see if Brock Purdy's not ready for week one. Um, right. I, yeah, don't, 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 it, it's a sunk cost. Get, get rid of them, move on. Your team is still in win now mode. Don't, don't blow it because, oh, well, we spent a lot to get this guy. No, I agree because, like, the 49ers, they've been good for a handful of years, and, like, that window doesn't stay open that long for many teams. Really got to be one of the most dominant runs of any team that didn't win a Super Bowl. Um, they are always there. And unlike, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers made it to a lot of, you know, conference championship games, but – and but like the Saints, even with Drew Brees, really didn't make a whole lot of conference championship games. It hasn't really other been any other team in the NFC that's been to that many, you know, conference championship games. And you can argue that the that dropped interception the year the Rams won the Super Bowl. The the 49ers have been close a lot. Um so I, I would like to see them get over that hump. Uh let's move south to Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield, who I think we both kind of agree got got hosed in Cleveland. And are you a Baker guy? I can't remember. Are you a Baker um, guy? I don't. I go back and forth. I was. I was definitely. I was definitely a Baker guy. But last year in Carolina was just tough. Tough to watch. And but that team was horrible. Right? They were. Like, they were horrific. I watched them firsthand. They like, were. They were horrific. So he goes to Tampa Bay, and me and Brian touched on this a little bit. He's apparently in a quarterback battle with Kyle Trask, which I can't believe <laughs> that Kyle Trask is competing with the former number one pick. And I think people forget, and it's almost like a pivot. It's almost – it might sound uh, – uh, what's what's the word? Like double standards. Uh, anyway, like it might sound like I'm flip-flopping on the stance, except for the fact that Baker Mayfield, who was a number one pick, somebody believed in him. He won a playoff game with Cleveland. You now got him on a discount deal on a team that was a playoff team, albeit not great, but a lot of injuries. Um, 
the Bucks should be thinking Baker Mayfield at this point in his career, probably not that far off from where Tom Brady was last year. Ooh, uh, I don't, I think, I don't want to say that. That's a little bit of a stretch, but I don't think and, you're too far off. And I'm not disrespecting Tom Brady, but he was the shell of himself, kind of like we saw with Breeze and Peyton Manning as they got to the end of their careers. How much worse is Baker Mayfield from what that Tom Brady production was? And you have a lot of the same guys there that it's hard for me to believe that you're going to go with Kyle Trask, who I thought was a subpar college quarterback. Baker was obviously a winner at Oklahoma. He was a winner in Cleveland. And I, if we take away last year, and had he not tried to play through an injured shoulder that last year in Cleveland, we probably have a different stance on him because there was talks about him being the next, you know, one of the next guys before he had a horrible year due to that injury. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I mean, like you read that quarterback competition and you're like wondering if Tampa got an XFL team. Like, yeah, like, I, I don't think. I, I, I remember you and I, we used to watch like a ton of college football back at school and Kyle Trask was just not it. No. Like, I don't, I don't think, I think we agreed unanimously that he would never be a pro player. And I, I, I don't think he will be. I think Baker Mayfield has to be the choice. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Kyle Trask, I'd be shocked to see him ever start a game. Yeah. And it's, you know, it goes back to, well, you know, let's just see what we got in Baker. You know, they're probably not going to be super competitive this year. Let's see if this guy is somebody we can build around and not have to waste a top 10 pick on a quarterback because he, he, he was a winner. He did do well, and he really got hosed, and I don't think anybody disagrees with that. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's the business of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, sticking in that division – Bijan Robinson, third on the depth chart. Are we buying that he's actually third, or is this a you're a rookie, you got to earn your place? I don't know. I mean, you pick a running back that high, you'd think. I mean, it's not necessarily like a quarterback where you have to come in and learn, yeah, like you know the ins and outs of a system. Like, I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot to it, but from a position standpoint, I mean, once you get protections down. There's not – like, he should be able to get a grip on that, you'd think, right? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm buying it. I, I'd be shocked if he wasn't number one come come the start of the season. And I believe the guys ahead of him are Cardell Patterson, who's kind of your Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no problem. It's not like you're competing with, you know, a true RB1. And I believe Tyler Algiers is number two. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not buying this. I, I – it's laughable almost that they're going to play these mind games. And from what I've seen, it seems like Robinson's got a good head and he's, he's like, Hey, I'm a rookie got her in the spot. And I absolutely do think week one, he, he will be RB one for a really bad, really bad Falcons team. I don't know. Do you take, you take Tyler Algier in the last round of your fantasy draft? I, I wouldn't, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch anybody on that team with the 10 foot pole. Uh, Kyle Pitts will not break my heart. Uh, will not break my heart again. Oh. Um, Let's let's play a little pretender contender. I, I want to, and I know a lot of people do that. So I want to call this Barker bite, right? Barker bite, and this will be talking about teams with either a lot of you know with a lot of hype, and if they're going to be for real and they're going to have that bite, or is it all noise? Uh, we're going to start in your division with the Detroit Lions. 
Mm. I think given what the division is, there's a chance for a bite. They're, they're going to be one or two in the division, so I'll say bite. Yeah, I, I, I know that we all have this negative stigma around the Browns. Uh, I'm sorry, around the Lions. But I think Jared Goff, quarterback that got you to a, got a team to the Super Bowl with some great weapons. Amon St. Brown, really good. They drafted Jameer Gibbs really high. He's being comped to like Alvin Kamara. He can do a lot out of the backfield. I think that and I, I do have a ticket on them to win uh, win that division. I, I think that they are the real deal. We'll stay there, uh, stay in that division with the Chicago Bears. A lot of hype around Justin Fields this offseason, and I'm not sure why. 100% bark, in my opinion. I do not think Justin Fields is a good quarterback. I agree, and as an Ohio State guy, I feel like I get some more – uh, give a little more credit when I say that. I was never, you know, I feel the same way as C.J. Stroud. Not going to be super great. Um, I, you know, he had one touchdown in that preseason game where D.J. Moore went for like 65 yards or whatever it was on a yeah, screen pass. Give yeah, me a break. Like, I, wa- I looked at his stat line. He was like, at one point, he was like two for three with like two touchdowns and 100 and something yards, and they were both screen passes. <laughs> yeah, give, give me a break. Their win total is seven and a half. Oh. And I like glance at their schedule in like counting maybe games i saw six wins and that was like giving them all the maybes i i don't know how i i think that team could go may, they might go one in five in, in the divisions i think they lose the lions and, and vikings twice and they split with the uh split with the packers um let's let's move to a different division and we're gonna go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh. Calvin Ridley is back. And I was getting a lot of trade offers in my dynasty league for him. And I sat with him on my bench for a whole year for his <laughs> comeback revenge tour. They got Trevor Lawrence, who was ranked below Justin Fields in the NFL 100. Um, that team. That list probably, is a joke, by the way. Oh, 100%. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, Barker Bite. I, th- I think, you know, I know you ride with Ridley because you got suspended for your favorite hobby. Yep. But I think they are a bite. I, you just can't go away from Trevor Lawrence. He's too – I think he's just going to continue to be better and better and better. Yeah, and, especially – You know, given that division, Tennessee's not what they were. The Texans no. still stink, and the Colts are trash. I think if they don't win that division, someone has to be fired. Yeah, and they finally have a good coach down there. Yeah, they got Doug. Uh, and, and that really uh, – Super Bowl winning coach, that really does play a, a big factor for these NFL guys. Um, yeah. I, I agree that they are going to be legit. Yeah, I mean, you look at the step they took after getting rid of Urban Meyer, and, I mean, you can't discount what Urban Meyer did in college, but he, from everything, everybody said he was horrible in Jacksonville. So I think yeah, the yeah. one-year turnaround was really good, and I think you, you're definitely looking for more of that in year two. And you looked at a team that was like one in six, and because of that pick six against the Cowboys that would end up coming back and winning, you know, a 24, 27-point comeback in the playoffs, I don't know how you can continue to doubt Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence did exactly what a number one pick is supposed to do. He has grown into um, a what will probably be a future top five quarterback in this league. Uh, let's go back to the NFC. Uh, we've 
seeing the Washington Commanders back in the news, selling the team, and uh, their offense coordinator is too intense. Uh, is this a team with bark or bite? I think they're. I think they're bark. I think it. It'll take them a couple of years to get out of that dark hole they're been in for forever. Um. I, yeah. I just. I, I just. I don't see it. That's a strong division with the Cowboys and the Eagles, and really the Giants. The I Giants. Think, like, We've yep. always been like, I mean, at least I have. I've always been like fairly high on the Giants, but yep. I think they're a guaranteed last place in the division. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, I, I see that team being a six-win team at best. A tough, tough division. Um, I, I don't, I don't see them. I don't see them competing with those guys. Um, they don't have the talent. I, I, I do think Sam Howell has some upside, um, but. I I'm agree that, agreeing with you that it's going to be a bark. Um, the Miami Dolphins, mm. probably probably a, a hot take, but I'm going to say bark. And all right, finally, I was hoping we would get a split. So explain your bark so I can tell you why you're wrong with this bite. I'm not. All right, you, you gotta love you gotta love Mike right as the coach. You gotta love him. He's yep. he's a great. You know, it, it's hard to hate the guy, right? 100%. I think he's good. I think he's innovative. I, I'm really – where I draw the line is at quarterback. I'm not there on Tua. I've never been there. I don't think it's there yet. I think he is the beneficiary of playing with Tyreek Hill last season. Yep. I mean, it's – what? It's like the whole – it's like early Patrick Mahomes, right? F it, Tyreek down there somewhere. Yep. Except somewhere is only 40 yards away. And – that's about as far as it can go. So I, I don't know. I think if teams can figure out a way to keep the top on them, I, I don't think they're there. Um, you know, I think they'll beat the Patriots twice. I think they'll lose to the Bills twice. And I think they'll lose to the Jets twice. So outside of that division, you know, I mean, you look at their schedule. I mean, you know, there's a, they play some of the better teams in the AFC. So I, I, to me, it's a bark. Yeah, so you bring up a good point. The question mark will be Tua. And mm-hmm. you're absolutely right that when somebody takes a big stride like Tua did, you always look at the surroundings, right? Was it Mike McDaniel's system where every quarterback had a good year with him? You get Tyreek Hill. But on the flip side, you can also think, A, coming off a horrific injury from college, COVID shortened off seasons, and just bad teams for his first you know, two or three years. He took the steps you wanted to see, like Trevor Lawrence, the steps you wanted to see out of your top five quarterback last year. If he can stay healthy, I I think the Bills could actually be the team that ends up third in this division. Um, I do like the Jets as number one, and I'm leaning Dolphins as two. Really? Um, Yeah, I think think we're going to see some issues. Stephon Diggs doesn't seem thrilled there. You know, yes, Josh Allen's phenomenal, but he he hasn't done it for me yet. Like he he obviously a coin flip away against Mahomes, but he hasn't really proven to me that he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback yet. Um, and Aaron Rodgers has, and and Tua still got the question mark. So I I, I think that division is going to be the most fun to watch. Uh, we'll do one more. The Chargers. So I think hmm. we're going to have opposite takes on this one too. I think they're bark. I'm I'm bark on them. I I uh, we won't waste time on that because I agree that might be a be a hot take. Brandon Staley is horrible. I horrible. agree. Is just is is Justin Herbert all there for you? He 
Is he, he is a quarterback, right? He is what you think of when you think of a quarterback. But at some point, he has to win some games. I agree. Um, you know, to be fair, it. it's not like – I mean, it's not like he has a cakewalk – of a division. No. I mean, you play Mahomes twice a year. You play, he plays Burrow. He plays Allen. Like you're no. not, I mean, it's not like no. he's playing, it's not like he's playing the, the NFC South, you know? Yep. Like, and, and I think the Chargers have a quarterback. I don't think there's any question about that. Oh yeah. No, I mean, you know, I, think just, he's, I think he's top 10. I don't think he'll ever be top five. Correct. Uh, and maybe fringe top five, but um, Brandon Staley's horrible. They didn't get much better this off season. Um, and they lost the Jags. They, they couldn't close that game out. You bring in Kellen Moore, who couldn't get the Cowboys with their high potent offense, you know, couldn't do anything with them. Not sure why we think it's going to change. Um, their defense is a liability. And I think that the Broncos might be a little bit better. Uh, and I'll save them. I got a couple more that I thought of, but we'll, we'll, we'll save those for later. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a green bark, tough division, real tough conference. I, I think there's a possibility they miss the playoffs. Um, obviously, it's obviously a chance they win the division. Uh, Kansas City could take a step back if uh, Eric Bieniemy was the mastermind there. But yeah, I'm going to go with Bark. Uh, last thing, I'm looking at time. Yeah, maybe last thing. Let's talk about rookie quarterbacks. We've got C.J. Stroud in Houston, uh, Bryce Young in Carolina, Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis. I think Anthony Richardson with as dysfunctional as the Colts may seem is walking into the best situation, which seems like an oxymoron with how crazy it's gotten this off season. But which one of those three guys do you think will still be around in, in three or four years or all of them or however many and Will um, Levis, who's my favorite quarterback of this draft. We're not going to have him on there because he seems to be QB three. Um, but Tannehill's on the way out, and I don't think Malik Willis is good. I don't think Malik Willis is good either. Um, I think Anthony Richardson is in the best position because expectations are so low for yep. him. Um, wasn't high on him in college. I know he was really boom or bust, but to me yep. I saw way more bust than boom. Um, I, think, I think Bryce Young is going to have the best start. Because I think Bryce Young, whether you protect him well or not, can still be good. I think C.J. Stroud, if you don't protect him, is not good. But if you do protect him, he can be great, if that makes sense. So, I, and I'm, I'm trying to think right now. Um, none are really coming to mind um, outside of Joe Burrow. Some of these top guys that play at these top schools typically don't pan out. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously it is really tough for quarterbacks to pan out. We don't talk about, you know, the Ian books who were good at Notre Dame that don't do it. You know, we don't talk about those guys. They're not top picks, but CJ Stroud to me was missing throws with an NFL caliber wide receiver. Room. I agree. All I think you see that a lot with all of the Ohio state yep. quarterbacks. Like you're looking at like all of all those receivers go to the league. Every single yeah. one of them. Definitely wide receiver university up there. Um, but he was never impressive to me. And I thought he was a step down from Justin Fields. Um, Bryce Young, too small. My, both those guys are small. Um, coming into bad situations, 
And I don't like the Colts taking Anthony Richardson this year. Now, I think he's one of those guys that we might not see on a roster in two to three years purely because he is a project. And there are so many good quarterbacks coming out this year that I think if the Colts have another top five pick, they might take another quarterback. Do kind of what kind of what Arizona did when they went from Josh Rosen to Kyler Murray. And obviously I don't think that worked out or was a good idea, but if you've got an owner who wants to win now, I think CJ Stroud and Bryce Young both get their full rookie contracts. No, I I agree. And I I think CJ Stroud, I I think is the lesser of the two because yeah, I agree. I mean, like you look at the two times he played, I think you look at like NFL environments Yep. I think there's certain games that come to mind in college. I think like Michigan, Ohio State's one yep. of them, right? Yep. And you look at them the two times he played Michigan, he stunk. Yep. Like, like I mean, like they, we had a wide receiver playing cornerback this year, and yep. they couldn't do anything. Um, yeah. Yep. Especially, especially, yeah. Like I don't think I think this year Ohio State had the best receiving room they've ever had. Potentially Marvin Harrison Jr., who had been- he not gotten a concussion. They beat Georgia. I've had that many times. Um, yeah, but he, he he was there with Chris Olave. There with Garrett Wilson. There were Marvin Harrison Jr., um, Jackson Smith, Najigba. Like, he's had top guys, top running backs, too. He's had good running back rooms, good de- – like, product of the environment. And there's a reason these Ohio State quarterbacks don't pan out, and it's because their teams are so – talented that it's not the quarterback that makes them good and quite frankly the two best NFL quarterbacks uh, that are going to be Ohio State players are probably going to be Joe Burrow and eventually Quinn Ewers like you can't yeah I can't believe you guys even try to claim Joe Burrow and and that's more of a joke but the fact is the guys that left end up being the you know the real talent yeah and you know I'm not a little bit off topic you know I'm not I've never been high on Ryan Day I I think he inherited what he has. I don't think he's a very good coach. But I think you look at where I'm going with this is the program. You look at specifically quarterbacks, right? Yep. I think in college you see a lot of these guys that come out that are really good. They've learned to be a pro in their preparation. Like you look at like, you know, Jalen Hurts, right? Spent a lot of time at Alabama. Like Alabama's never had like awesome quarterbacks, right? Like nope. they, that's never what they've hung their hat on. But like you look at like how long, like even AJ McCarron, how yep. long he hung around, he yep. had no business being in the NFL, like from a talent perspective. Yep. But I think you got guys that I, that's why I think Bryce Young will be better initially. Is I think he learned how to be a pro at Alabama. He's I think he's he's wise beyond his years, and I th- I think he'll have a better start than Stroud. Yeah, it is. Quarterbacks is always – and it's interesting because that's really the only position that really gets called buff. Nobody else talks about all the other draft picks. And drafting talent to the NFL is, is hard. Oh, yeah. um, you know, there's so many factors in the college game that don't translate. Uh, you see a lot of mid-tier guys, especially on the defensive side of the ball or offensive linemen that come from smaller programs that end up doing really well. Um because they probably focus on football, not all the other things that big-time college programs provide. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, I wasn't very high on any of these guys coming out, and I was really glad the Saints chose to sign a free agent quarterback 
opposed to trying to build through the draft. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Big quarterback class coming out, which I I didn't think so until me and Brian talked about it. I looked at it. There are a lot of potential good quarterbacks. I, I think Caleb Williams is the next real deal. Like I, I think he is going to be phenomenal in the NFL. Um, ironically, Lincoln Riley quarterbacks do pretty well. Um, they, they translate over. You look at Kyler Murray, um, Jalen Hurts, and eventually – um, uh, Baker Mayfield. I don't know if I said him right. So I think he'll be the real deal, and I do think the Colts. I don't think the other two would give up, and I could see one of those two guys becoming kind of like Daniel Jones, where year four they take the step because Daniel Jones is on a new contract because the Giants didn't take his fifth year option because going into last year they were going to move on from him just because you know. So I think a lot of people thought this class was going to be good, and I, I think it's, it's going to turn out to be one of the weaker quarterback classes i agree who who are you high on outside of caleb williams next year i i think quinn yours is going to be good i think, uh, so. I, think I think he's got a lot of talent uh you got a guy guys like uh michael Penix jr he's mm. pretty good um sam hartman uh who's the guy uh that's sad because my brother is dating his his cousin um the guy that's at was at NC State. Oh, uh, Will O'Leary or something like that. Leary, yep, Leary, Kyle Leary, maybe. I don't think he's. I don't think he. We'll is. see. Oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, you, think, not, you think? You think anybody not, will take Joe Milton out of Tennessee? Potentially. I mean, you know, again, he's one of the, he's one of the Heisman front runners. He's one. Of them. Yeah, and, you know, you got guys like Jordan Travis. Like, there's a lot of. And, and what we see a lot with college football, what, and especially quarterbacks, a lot of times the top guys storm onto the scene their last year. You know, Joe Burrow going into that season was not was not the number one pick. It was Tank for Tua, and Justin Herbert was going to be your consolation prize. Bo Nix at Oregon, you know, maybe, you know, maybe. Um, so I don't want to sit here and start trying to, you know, look into the crystal ball and say, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, hey, um, you know, Bo Nix is going to be good because who knows. But I, I think that there's a, a long list of guys that could come into the NFL. And obviously we'll see two or three that, that potentially make it. Now you got your boy in uh, your boy up in uh, J.J. McCarthy. What do you think? He, is he an NFL quarterback? Yeah, I think I think the Michigan quarterbacks are a little bit harder to judge just because of the offense that they run. You know, naturally, like we run the ball a lot, so heavy, but, yep, so run heavy. But I think he's athletic enough. Like I think he, I think he could kind of fit into that role. Um, like, like I don't think he's any worse than Justin Fields. Like, I don't think he'd be any worse than that. Yeah, and and, but, and and being a quarterback, unlike all the other positions, it really is where you get drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, and what team you end up with, and the reason we see, bottom, you know, top guys uh, not make it is because they're drafted to bad teams, and that's what mm-hmm. makes the Trey Lance thing funnier. He was drafted to a great team, and it's horrible. <laughs> um, you know, usually you're going into a team that won two or three games, makes the Joe Burrow pick, you know, phenomenal, because and now granted they had a couple guys that were hurt that were coming back. It was almost like they had two or three first-round picks. Um, 
so yeah, it, it is, it, it will matter. You know, maybe a guy like JJ McCarthy ends up, you know, backing up a Lamar Jackson or a Kyler Murray, somebody that plays a similar style and can just hang around long enough to get a chance. Yeah, it'd be good to see. I'm a little more excited to see what the running backs do up there this year, but. I think, yeah. uh, I think I think I think JJ. I think he has. I think he has what it takes to be able to make the jump. And he came from IMG, so he, he's he's been playing big time games since he was uh, in high school. Um, yeah, he's only and, had one year of college football too. So, anything else, Riley, you want to hit on before we uh, close this out? No, I think we pretty much covered it all for the for this run. Oh uh, man, yeah, it's. Uh, I just love talking football. I could I could do this all day, all day, and uh, twice on Sundays, and soon enough. We will, you know, if you want to count preseason, we got Sundays until, you know, mid-February. So, um, thanks for tuning in today. Riley, thanks for joining. And follow us on Instagram, Chop Shop Sports, Chop Shop Bets. And on TikTok, Chop Shop Sports. And Twitter, Chop Shop Sports 1. And we will be back soon.